Did you know that the longest gaming session is about 138 hours set in 2015 on the game Just Dance? You're listening to the Xbox Hub podcast, the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. For the latest Xbox news, reviews, videos and opinions, make sure you visit the xboxhub.com. But for now, settle down, get comfy and open your ears for some podcast delights. Hello, welcome to the Xbox Hub official podcast, episode 132. My name's Gareth Briley, I'm going to be your host. Now my virtual left is Mr Paul Renshaw. How are you doing, Paul? I wasn't expecting you to come to me first. I'm normally second fiddle on this podcast. Um, but I'm very well, Gareth. Thank you very, very much. Good. I, I do I do wonder why it sounded like you were about to laugh when you said what your name was. Is, I, is it was it a surprise? I think I sounded a bit uh, a bit depressed when I went one, three, two. <laughs> <laughs> Made me laugh. One, um, three, two. Oh okay, Marvin. It's been a lot of these. Um, <laughs> and on my virtual right is Mr. Darren Edwards. How you doing, Darren? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. It's nice to be back after our hiatus last week. Yes, we're on my holiday. I was on holiday, wasn't I? Yeah, it's great. You were. Uh, seems like a lifetime ago. Now, <laughs> what have we been doing this week, you two? Paul, what have you been up to? Um, I have been mainly failing to cope with the heat. Um, I'm, I'm not a creature of hot climbs. So when I went upstairs on Tuesday to bed and the, the thermometer in the bedroom said 33 degrees, it was just like, it was torture. It wasn't good. I put the fan on and that then proceeded to blow air at 33 degrees into my face. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I've not enjoyed it at all. Um, I'm very happy that now it's cooling down. So um, in the UK, we had a heat wave for two days. It went up to 39 or 40 degrees. So in case the new know. record was 40.3 mm. from, a, from a previous record of 38.7. Because James isn't here, I'm going to do the uh, I'm going to do the stats. I was going to say, you research this week. <laughs> I wanted to know just how much I was going to die. So. <laughs> It's a great... you, get out, you get out of the aircon in the car and it just punches you in the face. It was awful. There's a great headline that I think the sun runs in the summer like, 40 degrees, we're the best. In the, we're, we're better than the Sahara. It's like a celebration, like we'd won something. Sounds about right. Oh, my word. And, then, and the next day it was, everything's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we saw that down your neck of the woods. Yeah. What was it, 41 houses burned down or something? Yeah. Barbecue, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, um, I mean, that's that that you go to some extent to get a sausage if you're going to burn your entire house. (laughs) Yes, so that's our that's our week of heat and everything else. Um, what about you, Dan? Yeah, very similar. Thankfully, work has fantastic aircon which held out, so you would never know it was happening when, when I was in work and then. As Paul said, as soon as you step outside, it's like getting off a plane in a tropical country. You just get smacked in the face by the heat. So, yeah, we're not used to it. We went from one day of, oh, it's summer, everyone relax, enjoy it, to everywhere's on fire, panic. So it was a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a wake-up call. Um, but other than that, I'm watching Westworld, which kind of snuck out a Series 4. I think a lot of people have given up with it. Um, 
but I'm still enjoying it. They've tried to take it back to its roots a little bit. So that's on now TV at the moment. There's been four of them. So if you're a fan and you're looking for something to watch, it's um, worth picking up. And then we went to see the fourth Thor film as well last week, which I really enjoyed, but it's been picking up quite a bit of flack online. Um, and apparently box office figures have dropped off a cliff this week since its opening week. But I thought it was good fun. It was straightforward. Mm. One for the kids probably, but I enjoyed it. I think there's just a bit of fatigue with the Marvel mm. stuff. I just think, I just think, it, it, yeah, I think maybe that's what it is. But it's still, yeah, it's still making a lot of money. Yeah, well, this is it. Uh, well, I don't know how Thor will finish. This might be the first time it's it's taken a bit of a battering, as you say, because of fatigue. But the pandemic, that kind of break they had, I don't think that was necessarily a bad thing. They could do with thinking about resting it more often, I think, because mm. you're right, because now there's stuff on Disney Plus as well mm. and there's films. It, there's a lot. They are making a lot of content. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and, Paul, what have you been watching? you watched something, have you? I have been watching something, <laughs> and I'm quite looking forward to it. Um, I have been watching on the Netflix the new Resident Evil TV series, or the Netflix series, and I thoroughly enjoyed it i loved watching all of the episodes and seeing the little nods to the games throughout it you know there's one bit where she's trapped in a room this this heroine um and as the camera pans back there's a clapped out old typewriter on the desk behind her and it's just like that's from the game and then there was another bit where she was stuck in the cell and the the guy she was with turned to her and said, just call me the master of unlocking. And I was like, that's from the game as well. So I, I, I thought it was very good. Um, so, yes, I, I, I understand that certain people in the review team have been a bit sniffy about it, shall we say. Um, but, you know, given a choice of that and Thor 4, I think I would definitely prefer Resident Evil. <laughs> Um, Darren, would you like to counter this? What was your, what was your impressions um, of it? Well, for, in, in uh, the spirit of full disclosure, I only watched one episode. So oh, Ryan, you can't yeah, talk about it. Get so out. I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I, I'm also representing James's point of view as well today. Um, I found it really boring, to be honest. <laughs> I oh. didn't, Ryan's watched all of it, and he said he enjoyed it until about five or six, and then it, he just said it lost the plot for him. I think I was put off with it was kind of a bit of a Wesco Wesker family drama with sort of the odd hint to the game thrown in there just to keep people interested. I just didn't I didn't take to it. I should probably watch the rest of it um, to give it a fair hearing, but I just have no desire to. And they're long episodes; they're an hour each, aren't they? As well, yeah, they are an hour um, each, and that's that's why it's so good. Um, you, def- you definitely should watch it because the whole kind of Wesker thing, it turns very interesting. Mm. And it's got the fella who does the voice for Zavala in it from Destiny. So, I yes, mean, what I more could you want? It? Yeah, because it's set yeah. after the games, isn't it? That's right. Yeah, it's set yeah. the first Raccoon City, um, you know, at the end of the first game. Spoiler mm. alert if you've not played it. Where they... <laughs> they they blow the whole city up with a nuclear bomb, don't they? Or is that the end of the second game? Oh, that's Resi 2. No, that's yeah. Resi 3. Is it? Well, yeah. whichever one where they destroy the city with a bomb, Yeah. this is after that. They've built a right. new raccoon city. Oh, and Wesker's, yeah, you, you wouldn't call it raccoon city, <laughs> would you? And you certainly wouldn't base Umbrella there. But anyway. Yes, going into the frozen waters. 
Um, but yeah, I I thought it was very good. I mean, I can understand what Ryan's saying about the sixth episode or something. It did start to get a bit weird, um, but stick with it, and it's it's good. I enjoyed it. I should give it a fair hearing. I mean, you I should give it a didn't try. like the films, so I'm quite biased in favour of the games. How can I you not like the film with Mila Josovic in? The, the first one's okay, but then the rest are just garbage. She, she is a <laughs> mighty fine actress, is old Miller. Uh, I'm right. not going to ask you why. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> That's not the reason. I don't. Yeah, I, I think she's very good at the action sequences. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you persuaded me either way. I don't know what to do. I'm not dead there. Well, I, I think you should watch it and make your own mind up and report back, Gareth. Oh, no. That's a fair show. Okay, fair. we'll do that. Um, what have I been watching? I watched a, I'm watching an Amazon TV series called The Underground Railroad. Railroad. Railroad, based on a book, That's novel, easy for you to I um, <laughs> directed by a brilliant director called Barry Jenkins, and. It's set in sort of mid-19th century and it's quite a serious drama but it's set in this um, in the plantations and it follows uh, two slaves who escape and they escape through this underground railroad um, which is this sort of set up to get slaves away from those states and then go to the base. It's a 10-part series. I think I've already watched about six of them. It's brilliant TV. It's one of those things that's won everything, but no one's seen it, I think, because it's such a hard subject. Um, But they do it brilliantly. It's so well-directed. It's so well-acted as well. It's quite different and quite odd and strange. Um, But I'd I'd recommend anyone to watch it. It's really, really, I'm really, really enjoying it. That sounds good. It reminds me of a book we studied at, I think, in GCSE called Undergrounds in Canada, which is about the Mm. same... um, network that tries to help slaves escape from plantations and stuff back in the day all oh, right okay yeah oh, good okay are um, there any zombies in it there's no zombies <laughs> jesus paul let's get on to <laughs> let's get on to games <laughs> games um what were you playing let's start with paul let's start with paul let's start with me um i will talk first of all about the first expansion to forza horizon 5 that's finally Ooh. arrived the Hot Wheels expansion. And it's fast, it's furious, it's set 50, I think she said it was 50 miles above Mexico, which you can certainly believe looking at the verticality of the tracks. Um, It's brought a whole slew of new content, new cars, about 10 million new achievements. Um, And it's... It's more of Forza Horizon 5, which is always a good thing. However, it's not quite as slam dunk as the original game. There are a few little niggles with it that I'm finding. Um, But other than that, I mean, the speed of the races that you get, as you're screaming along at 200 mile an hour, you'll all of a sudden hit a booster part of the track and it will just fire you at ridiculous speeds. and, you know, you can do corkscrews and loop the loops and all sorts of things. It's it's very different to the regular kind of racing from Forza Horizon 5. Very spectacular, but not without its issues. So it hasn't, it hasn't got the open world feel to it. You're just going from race to race, aren't you? No, there is, there is still um, 
it's it's almost like a small version of the main game. You know how in the oh, main okay. game there was an achievement for driving along every single road in yeah. Mexico? Mm. There's, there's a similar achievement for this. You can just get in your car and drive off and go and do whatever you want. Um, as And you have to do, so this is probably where I'm going to lose you, Gareth. You do have to do um, almost tests to move up the tiers. So you start off with B-class cars and then you have to pass a test and you can drive A-class. Oh, you have to pass the oh, test no. and you can drive S1 and stuff. Um, they're not difficult. Even Gareth could pass them, Darren. You'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. In, in his little blue car, he'd be fine. Um, <laughs> he says but, I thrash him every time now at Forza. He's always, he's always behind me. Do me a favour. <laughs> Neil will back me up on this. He's always he's always complaining. He goes, someone's he, sh- he shouts out, someone's hit me. Oh, yeah, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, if I get punted off the track, I'll just see the Lost Island going up past me in in the in the queue, oh. and it's just like, oh, I wonder who crashed into me, Gareth. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. How, how much so, it, no, it's not on Game Pass, is it? It's you have it's to pay not. For it. If if you have the premium edition of Forza Horizon Five, it's included in that. Um, if you haven't and you want to buy it separately, I do believe that it is some pounds. I think it's about fifteen quid. I think. Um, maybe yeah, it's definitely more. some pounds. Yeah. I, I honestly, I, I I got the premium version, so I didn't have to buy it. Um, I don't know what the retail value is. If only James was here with his lightning laptop fingers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't... I... <laughs> um, not, not spelling it for you, my no, I think I think I heard the word test. I think I, we played a lot of fours. I know a lot of value for fours and five, but I think I'm at the end of my time with fours and five. I think I got to a bit... It dragged a bit for me at the end because it's done well. What's it been? Seven months? It's been great. But I don't, yeah. know, I don't think personally I'm going to do any more DLC. But Darren, I can, well, Darren I can hear the uh, the worldwide Forza community breathing a sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> but Darren, you're keen for this, aren't you? Uh, I am, yeah. I, yeah. you know, I bought the DLC when it was in sale for Forza Horizon Four, and I played Fortune Island, and I never got around to playing the Lego one. So I'm a bit dubious around buying it yet because I just know I won't play it for probably until this time <laughs> next year. But I enjoyed, Hot, when I first got my Xbox One, they had Hot Wheels DLC for Forza Horizon 3. And I got that bundled in, and that was great fun. So if it's a, a patch on that, then it will be a good laugh. And I trust Paul's analysis that it's very, very fun. Good. It's very, very fun and very, very fast, honestly. Mm, you, good. There's, like, there's little bits where you, there's, they have magnetic track, and it'll do like a corkscrew, so almost like a barrel roll with the car stuck to the track. And... They've, they've put a little thing in the centre of the screen that shows you what the roll angle of your car is because it's so easy to get confused and not know which way is up and down. It's it's so fast. Yeah, very uh, very enjoyable so far. Good. Thank you, Paul. Um, Darren, what's your game? Uh, so something <laughs> couldn't be further from what Paul's just described. Very slow. Um, Time on Frog Island, it's called so i i think the review went live uh, a few days ago now so you um are a little captain of a tiny little um ship or boat who gets shipwrecked on an island and it's full of frog people and you have to go around and 
trade items and explore and find the necessary materials to repair your little boat. So you'll need to find uh, a mast and you'll need to get hold of someone's canvas painting, much to his dismay, um, to then repair your mast. You've got other bits and bobs that you need to grab as you go around the island. And it's got a very gentle, slow kind of feel to it. It's very open. It is a nice, relaxing game, but it does start to run out of ideas quite quickly. So the island is quite small. Um, there are a fair few inhabitants to interact with. And they'll all want something different. So you've got to try and piece together in what order you get item A to trade it for item B, which will get you item C and so on and so on and so on. Um, the thing that is really go got going for it is it, it looks really it looks brilliant actually. It reminds me a lot of um The Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, which came out for the GameCube back in the day. That kind of cell shaded, remote island, relaxed kind of feel, very lush kind of environments. And there are slightly different parts of the island so there's like snowy mountains there's tropical beaches dense woodland um but i don't know after an hour or two it started to get a little bit of a drag if i'm being honest the sheen kind of came off and it was i think it was about 15 pound as well so it's not cheap for what it is um so yeah i think it's it's a very niche game but there are other games out there that that fill a lot more into the game, such as Animal Crossing, which mm. which do it better. So, yeah, unfortunately, I think I gave it a three out of five. I think in the end. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think uh, not not Fast and Furious like Forza Horizon, unfortunately. Okay, it does look quite nice, but I can understand. It does look, yeah. yeah, I can. That, that only makes sense. Okay, thank you, Darren. Um, now, a game I've got is a PlayStation game. And it's a game that came out on Tuesday, and Ooh. it's Stray. <laughs> oh. And it's it's fun, it's been a funny year this year, and it's going to get funnier because you, you there isn't you know I, I'm I'm not giving out one five this year. I'm giving out maybe one four and a half. And normally by this point, I'm definitely maybe one five or quite a few four and a half sort of reviews. And it hasn't been a vintage year. I think Elden Ring. It's sort of game of the year so far, completely. Mm-hmm. And have that wonder Elden Ring when you play, just go, This is amazing. And I think you get that Lego Star Wars as well. Oh, you had that, didn't you? Yeah, not there. Yeah, I think I like that. Stray's done that for me. It's like, Oh, it, it kind of you straight away. It's a, it's a kind of five to six hour game. Um, you play as a cat in this kind of um futuristic city that the humans are all gone, they've all disappeared. We don't know why at that moment robots run it and you're sort of got a little pack of cats and then you get um separated and it's about your kind of journey through if you're a cat fan it's a must <laughs> if you're not a cat it's fan it's a must people. yeah it's, if you're not a cat fan it's just amazing you can just meow you can slide up to people's <laughs> um legs if you want to you can there's a great way you can just go up to carpets all the time and scratch all bits of sofas at some point and you're pressing <laughs> r2 and l2 to scratch and things we could just have a sleep as well which is quite nice find oh. little moments um but it's a world that's amazing it just it's so beautifully lit oh my god it does it looks like a this gen kind of game you know it's on ps4 as well but it just the light and it's kind of like amazing these kind of little atmospheres and little worlds these little rooms and there's architecture and just right it's really fluid yeah it's a it's a brilliant game it's it's yeah one of my one of my games of the year and for a kind of indie game which what it is essentially it's it's amazing 
Yeah. Um, and it was nice just to play something and go, wow, again. You know, I haven't done that for a while. Mm. It's really gone, wow. And that's something that impressed me since Elden Ring, probably. Um, to be honest. So, yeah, it's great. It's really good. So, if you've got a PlayStation, definitely get it. I think it's about 24 quid. Or if you've got the PS Extra thing, it's free. It's downloadable. It's, did I read it was coming to the Xbox at some stage? It might do, yeah. I thought I thought I read yeah, that. Could I, mean, I'm, I, I could be. I might yeah, do it, a couple it of years. It might have yeah. been on Twitter, so the chances yeah. of it being true are somewhat slim. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it does look superb. Yeah. I mean, I've I've been looking at that and going, yeah, that looks like a good game. Yeah, I think and really like again, it. talking of the Twitter, it's full of people taking photographs of their cat watching them play. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's yeah. brilliant. It's yeah. just like this cat's going. What are you doing? Yeah. I've, seen some, I've seen dog pictures just following it around all the time as so I'm looking at this guy. It's great. Um, good. Let's let's do one more game each. Um, so pick up one more each. Uh, Paul, what's your, what's your final game? Well, I was tempted to go with um, my friend Peppa Pig from uh, Game Pass, <laughs> which is surprisingly um, game of the year. addictive. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's certainly easy achievements of the year. Um, oh, I see. But not that I'm in a race with anybody or anything. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to talk about that. I will talk about a game called The Hand of Merlin. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I seem to have sort of sleepwalked into the role of um, the XboxHub.com's um, tactical turn-based RPG reviewer of choice. Um <laughs> So basically what we've got here is it's it's like a tactical RPG mixed with a roguelite. So it's roguelite, not roguelike um, genre. Uh, basically, you start a run, you, you choose a team of three heroes, and then you wander across the world. You go to different, they call them nodes on the map. Um, and each node can have a fight in it or it could have somebody to interact with or it could have a merchant or whatever. So you make your way across the world. Um, it's all based on the Arthurian legends. So it's got Merlin in there. It's got King Arthur and everybody else. And it's it's really, really good. The storytelling oh. is superb. Um, the combat sequences are, are very good. Um, I really, really enjoyed it. I think when I reviewed it, I gave it a four and a half. Um, and I'm not normally a fan of a rogue light, but this it works really well here. So yeah, oh, okay. check it out if you like a, an RPG turn-based attack thing. Yeah, great. Great. Well, words of renown, I'm afraid. At <laughs> <laughs> the end of my words. Well, maybe we will. Maybe we'll do it. I'm not going to play this. I think uh, you should. Darren, will you play this? Um, I would like to say awards, but realistically, I probably won't get time, and it will sink way down the list. Good. Good. It does look Sorry, good. Sorry, Excellent. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I'm, I'm here able to change your minds, gentlemen. <laughs> good. All, I can, all I can do is present you the information. What you choose to do with it after <laughs> that point is up to you. <laughs> but the, the phrase pearls before swine does uh, <laughs> bring to mind 
Darren, um, what have you got? What's your final game? Um, so my uh, second uh, game is Lumberjack. So it's like Lumberjack, but it's got bear, B-E-A-R in the middle. And you play as a bear, funnily enough, who's armed with an axe. So it's a, it's hard to describe really. It's a, I guess it's a bit of an action adventure game. Um, also, maybe a bit of a sim game but basically you you and your woodland creatures uh your friends get together because um the humans are ruining the landscape so it's got quite a strong message already of um environmental damage is bad um and pollution is bad to the point where the company are just called evil that's what they're called <laughs> that's the logo that all the people wear on their uniforms that work for this company who are building flats and dumping sewage into rivers and doing all sorts of icky stuff. And you play as the titular bear who goes around with his axe and you just smash things that basically aren't natural, so are man-made. You smash them all and then you start to, it cleans up the environment as you go. Um, and then as it goes on, it introduces very simple puzzles. Um, so you may have to get certain items off uh, factory conveyor belts that are running through these valleys or you may have to take down a crane by destroying its legs in a certain order all these things it's very basic very very kind of aimed at younger gamers but it's really really wholesome it's got a nice message and actually for a couple of hours it's actually quite fun i wasn't sure what to make of it at first and as i got into it i really enjoyed it um and it's just hard it's just difficult not to like it because it's got such a good mm. message and end of every level the creatures are jumping up and down and cheering as they destroy the human buildings and contraptions and stuff so yeah it's um i'm not going to say it's you know game of the year or anything but it's a it's a great little game like really well made and it got a really good message to it as well good paul what do you think? um i want to know two things about this game Go first of all is he a lumberjack and he's okay? Does he sleep all night and does he work all day? <laughs> he certainly works all day. Uh, <laughs> and is there any cross-dressing involved? No. Oh. No, there is no. So you waste, wasted opportunity. There is no customization in how your little bear looks. No. You, you can upgrade your weapons. So you, when you smash things, you recycle the debris and upgrade your weapon so then you can smash bigger things and that's how you take on oh. the kind of bigger if you like boss battles and in inverted commas but they're not really boss battles but okay. yeah and <laughs> just because james isn't here can you fall in love with the environment yes not with, oh uh, i not see with what you other. did there yes that's right <laughs> good, that's right oh, good excellent um thank you darren um my final game is as Paul said, he does a certain type of game. I seem to be given sort of <laughs> mediocre sim games as my uh, my my thing. Um, I've done a lot of sim games this month, but one of the ones I've done is it's a review there is Autobahn Police Sim Three. The Autobahn Police series, I think it started in 2015. I think it's the first time this has come to console. It's the third one in the franchise. I don't think you need to do the other two. Um, oh, series series kicked in. I like it. It's asked me about my series kicked in and gone, let me tell you about Autobahn. Um, <laughs> that, um, but yeah, the series is basically, the idea is you are a policeman, a rookie who's come back um, from injury after some 
terrible road racing, street road racing um, investigation <laughs> that went wrong. And you, you, you basically go out and patrol um, on the autobahn and you have many tasks to do. You might have to go out and find a, a red car and with a num plate, stop someone with a red car, and then you stop them and you look at their ID and see if it all checks out. If they don't, you arrest them. There might be a sort of car chase. There might be some proof. <laughs> There's sometimes accidents that you go to, um, and you have to sort of photograph the accident, um, make sure, set, determine what happened. So you do photographs, you interview people, you put together a little sketch thing by dragging things in the right places. Um, and it's like an open world. You, you're either in the car or you're walking around the station chatting to your friends, um, asking about certain things as a story going on. I mean, this all sounds great, doesn't it? Um, but it isn't. Uh, it's, oh, I don't want to be, I'm never really, I'm never really unkind, but it's just physics wise, it's terrible. Cars bounce around. Things, <laughs> things don't quite, it, the characterization, they look like Xbox 360. I think that's being kind. Yeah. It, oh. It's, it's, it's ropey. I think it's so ambitious because there's so much to do that what they should have done is just maybe concentrate on one or two things and get that right. But it is this type of... It's very familiar to me. It's that kind of sim game that that comes over because those games sell a, a lot of money. And when I did the airport sim games, you know, they came to Xbox and they were terrible. But they would sell like hotcakes. People love the idea of being, you know, a police person doing police reports and doing cases and stuff like that and being the sim. Mm. So it's, you know... I've done a lumberjack one this month. I think I've done something else. I can't remember. But yeah, it's yeah. People love the sim worlds, but this isn't a good one. It's just a bit, it's a bit ropey. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. Um, don't yeah, don't. I might give, that, might give that one a miss. I yeah, think. give it a miss. <laughs> give it a miss. Um, good. Let's talk about something more positive. Darren. Oh, oh yeah, go on. You can. Yeah, yeah. Just going to ask. So you obviously don't stop people for speeding because it's the autobahn. So do you think they can drive faster? in Autobahn Police Sim 3 or Forza Horizon Hot Wheels? <laughs> I think Autobahn. Mm, I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can drive fast, you'll just be, if you hit, hit a car, that one car I hit suddenly just flew up in the air. Oh, oh yeah, wow. Yeah, that wasn't good. Was um, it in Forza? Was it me? It was you, you yeah. Me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good. Right, Darren, let's talk about you've done an exciting thing in the last week or so, haven't you? What have you been doing? Yeah, so um, for those regular listeners of the podcast, you'll remember that um, I jumped on a call around the new Saints Row game um, and I was invited to spend some hands-on time with it down in London last week. Uh, so my impressions are live on the site now. Um, embargo's lifted, which is good, so we're behaving ourselves. Um, and yeah, I you become to no surprise that I'm looking forward to Saints Row as I've said before and it's definitely split opinion amongst the team um I think you're possibly wavering Gareth I know Paul's not interested so yeah I am wavering I've read a, read your um, read your great um report today and I've read a couple of other ones I'm kind of tempted a little bit now yeah sorry sorry Dan mm. tell us about tell us about I, th- I think I think um I think it's definitely worth a look so yeah we got to play um quite a quite a chunk of the start of the game so there's a couple of bits i can't talk about however there's a handful of missions that start off with introducing you to the four characters so saints row this is a reboot 
of the series um, and it follows the story of four kind of friends who are struggling to make their rent and end up forming a criminal gang and trying to take over the city of Santa Aliso essentially that's it in a nutshell and I got to play the first few missions that kind of lead you up to where they start the, the genesis of that gang and they find their base and start to set up their operations and stuff so you play as the um as the boss so like the leader of the gang um and at the start you're working for a security company um and uh, i think one of your friends is working for one of the rival gangs the los panteros and they all come to the conclusion that actually while we're working for the people let's work for ourselves and and let's take over the city so the missions are pretty out there as you'd imagine so you can one mission you can be having a bit of a shootout with just some rival gangs bit of a car chase and it all seems pretty standard there'll be others where you're jumping over from car to car hanging onto the side of like hover jets and doing all sorts of ridiculous stunts so it's over the top as you'd expect from saints row but it's really good fun and i was really struck with how good the chemistry is between the four of them so in the single missions where they go off on their own they're not quite as enjoyable as when they're all together um so i'm really looking forward to to playing more of the game when you're when you're a unit and it's not just the main campaigns there's loads you can do in the city you can um do all sorts of like side hustles and stuff so there's something called choplifting which i wrote about which is really good fun which you can get helicopter with a giant magnet attached and then you have to go and retrieve certain items and then take it back to base and then you get paid off by whoever's hired you you can go uh, and hunt down some wanted uh, criminals and collect bounties and um, you can go and just rummage through the rubbish and find drug shipments and make money that way um, random stuff will happen just organically in the environment so you might walk across like a security truck that's just parked outside somewhere and you can decide to rob it and then try and escape from the police there's loads and loads to do um and it and it slowly opens up as you go and then when you set up your base something called the war table um comes into play and this is a map of the city and you've got certain innocent looking fronts for criminal activities and as you take over that area of the city you can um play different game modes if you like so ones like mayhem we just have to cause those a carnage and cause as much damage money-wise as possible um there's also the insurance fraud which is from the old games so that makes a return as well um we just throw yourself in front of cars basically <laughs> um so there's, there's, there's loads to do um I, th I thought it was really good my main concern i think i said this last time is it doesn't look amazing it looks fine but it doesn't look like a Series X or a PS5 game. So I'd be interested to see if that changes uh, when it releases, because it's due to release in about a month, I think. Were you, um, play, were you playing it on the Series X? Uh, it, was be, it was being ran through a PC. Right. Okay. Um, so I was playing it through with an Xbox controller, but it was being run through a PC. So I'm hoping that the final finished polished products will look a bit sharper, because some of the in-engine cutscenes it looks as if the Xbox One could run them quite comfortably, right. um, which is just makes it a little bit less special for me. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, that sounds good, Darren. I'm, I'm intrigued. Gonna, I think if they, as I said last time, if they can keep the momentum going and tell a really gripping story and really get the characters right, and that 
chemistry goes all the way through, then I think it'll be a, a really good game. Because it's also got, you can also play the campaign co-op, so drop in, drop out oh, okay. co-op as well. So we had a little bit of a go with each other of that, um, just at the at the end of the of the few hours session. So yeah, it's um it's a lot of fun. It's a lot, lot of fun. Oh good. Now where were you? You were in Greenwich, wasn't you? Just down we the were, road. Yeah. Down the road from um, me. Whereabouts in Greenwich were you? Uh, I can't. Uh, the old refinery, I think it was oh, called. Oh, no, the old refinery. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So it's really cool little venue. Um, really cool, just around the corner from the DLR station. Yeah, little play, nice little bar there. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Trust you to know places by the bar. <laughs> Paul, any questions from you? Uh, no. It's covered I don't, it. It's covered to, it very I don't well. have to play it, do I? No, you don't have to play it. No. Good. That's, all, that's all I need to know then. Um, it just it doesn't look like my thing. I'm not a fan of GTA. I'm not a fan of Saint Row. It's not. It just doesn't shout to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm sure for those of you who like that kind of thing, um, you'll enjoy it. But nah, I, I I think I can take it or leave it. Good. Thanks, Paul. You'd probably leave it. Dan from that. But anyway, yeah. We'll leave with Dan's. I don't mean to relieve myself on your tip. Sorry, Darren. Uh, It sounds amazing. I can't wait to play it. Just just put that in. Put that in, Gareth. If you enjoy it more than Resident Evil, Paul, I promise you. Uh, It's it's unlikely, mate. (laughs) Um, Now, there isn't much news at the moment. It's a couple of things, but we'll just do one and then we're going to do a quiz. Um, Hooray. Interesting that Ubisoft has delayed Avatar Frontiers of Pan. and Pandora, yes. which I forgot about completely. I forgot that I, was even I, coming out. It's funny, you know, because I was only thinking about this the other day because we were in the cinema watching Thor and there was a trailer for the film. It's coming out at the end of this year. And I thought, oh, yeah, we saw it. It was at the end of last year. We saw like a little trailer mm. and it was supposed to be the end of 2022. And I thought, I haven't heard anything for a while. And to make the most of it, they should really release it at the same time as the film or a few weeks before as normally happens. But... Mm. I wonder if the film will still release on time. That's my question. Mm. I mean, it's not... I don't think anyone's expected that to come out. I don't think anyone, anyone forgot about it as well, I think. Um, <laughs> True. And it's going to be after April next year, I think. I mean, they're mm. strange at the moment, sort of, because they've had this kind of like... It's the first year when they've had hardly anything come out. But also, they've got a lot of trouble internally, you know, with all sorts of shenanigans going on in there. Um <laughs> in their offices and what's happened but it's they i think they've just announced in the last hour four of their games i think it was splinter cell vr not the remake whatever it was that's been cancelled mm. another game's been and two unannounced projects have been cancelled so cancelled four games wow. so i think there is something going on there's a worry i think they're going to get bought out by someone too like microsoft or, or something i think that's and you know we haven't they're having this little conference in September, aren't they? Which they maybe announced the Assassin's Creed stuff and the Uncle's yeah. Evil Two. Yeah. Oh God. That's yeah. never. That's never coming. Never. never if I get coming. robbed of that now yeah. after waiting so long, I will not be happy. <laughs> no. no. Should we do a quiz? Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's do, do a quiz. quiz. So it's the same quiz as um, we've done before the last couple of weeks. Um, it's. A rollover, so basically uh, it's 15 questions, you ask one question, if you get it, if both of you get it wrong, you have one guess each, it, you get the next question will be worth two points, and so on, and so forth. Um, Paul, what's can, I use, can I use my laptop? No. No. 
Paul, what's your um, what's your buzzer noise? My buzzer is meow. Good, Darren. What's yours? And mine is buzz. Who won this last time between when you two were on? Uh, it was Darren. Actually. Oh, there we go. Oh, I think I think we're one each, aren't we? No, I think we are. You were know. you on the week when I won? Or was that Dobbo? I can't remember. I think that might have been Dobbo. Yeah. I was on okay. when James won, when we were on. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, these are a bit easier, I think. So let's, oh, go, let's go from there. Well, you, uh, you would say that when you've got the answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question one. The Atari to 6... This might be some already. The Atari 2600 um, was released in the United States in which year? Meow. Paul. Was it 78? No. Darren, you've got to guess. You could be a bit more vehement with your nose, I think, Darren. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ooh. 79. No. It was 77. Oh. Uh, no I knew it was around that time because so, we had one. So we've got a rollover straight away. Hooray. Good. Two points to the next question. Um, Let's go into the next question. What was the name of the first expansion pack to be released for World of Warcraft? Buzz. Darren. Burning Crusade. It was. Well done, Darren. Two points. That's the last time I played that game as well. Well done, Darren. I've never played World of Warcraft in my entire life. That was completely unfair. Anyway, <laughs> he was inquiry after this. Well, I wasn't around when the Atari was released, so... Are you saying I'm old? <laughs> There's a question for you, Paul, in this, so if you don't get it right, it'd be, it'd be embarrassing. Okay, right. Poor, yeah. um, okay. Question three for one point. Which video game company's franchises include Mortal Kombat, Spy Hunter... Oh, yes. That was Darren. Konami? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Paul. Um, I'm going to say... Can I have the rest of the question? Which video game company's franchises included Mortal Kombat, Spy Hunter and Rampage? Mm, is it oh. Midway? It is, Paul. Well done. Oh, One point for Paul. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Next um, questions for one point. Question four. <clears throat> Desmond Miles is a major character from which video game series? Meow. Paul. Uh, Assassin's Creed. It is, Paul. Oh, Two points. Oh, Two all. Yeah. This is good. Great. Oh, for one point for question five. I don't think you two have ever got more than one question right. <laughs> uh, 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 question five. Which game Features the nameless king as a boss character. Oh, meow. Paul. Uh, Dark Souls 3. Correct, Paul. I told you the question for you. There you go. And you got the right question for you now, does. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. 3 2. This is it. Good. Question 6, and this is one point. What aristocratic title does Tomb Raider's Lara Croft possess? Meow. Paul. She's Lady Lara Croft. No. She bloody is. No. Is this Gareth making up the facts again? <laughs> no, I checked this one as well. Can I have the question again, please, Gareth? Which, astro- I can never say it. Astrocratic title does Tuva Raiders Lara Croft possess? 
is it oh, I don't know uh, Duchess mm, no it's Countess oh Countess I was trying to think because I know her parents were Lord and Lady but mm. um, question seven for two points it's three two this is good I like this oh here we go lip and tuck in what game will you likely find thugs, floaters, rams, and suiciders? Uh, meow? Paul? Is it um, Dying Light? No. Uh, is it Back for Blood? No, it's Dead Island. You're both in the right uh, area. Yeah, it was, yeah. I, I knew it was, it was a toss-up between yeah. the two. Unlucky, that was good. Um, it's just three points. Oh. Oh. What game did Steven Spielberg have a hand in the development on? Hmm. And I'm going to say a big hand in the development one this time. Just, just, just one hand. Yeah, Doesn't quite use a lot of hands. <laughs> um, meow. Paul, was it Fable? No. Um, I feel like I've heard this somewhere, but I have no idea. So I will just say Anthem. <laughs> no. It's uh, the 99, 1999 game Medal of Honor. Do you remember that one? Oh, I do remember, remember that big, um Because um, it was saving Private, private Ryan. Ryan yeah, they did yeah. that. Yeah. yeah um, makes sense. Four points. Oh, oh. This is good. Question number nine. Who was the first person to perfect the game Pac-Man in 1999? <laughs> 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 um, was he played by Peter Dinklage in the film Pixels? I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember his name. Dave. Yeah, no. was it was it Dave? No, Darren. What have you got? Uh, John. It's Billy Mitchell. I thought you two might know this. Have you ever seen the documentary, the brilliant documentary about this, about the whole no. pattern? I think it's great. You should watch it. I've seen Pixel with uh, Adam Sandler. Yeah, he was based on that character. Oh, no, no, there you go. What are we on now? I can't remember. It's uh, well, We're on about 11 million points. Five, I think. Five, you're right. Yeah, for question 10. Oh, what game? Holds a record for the longest cutscene. Buzz. Meow. Damn. Oh, is it Metal Gear Solid 5? No. Oh. Meow, 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 Paul. meow. <laughs> is it Metal Gear Solid 4? It is, Paul. Oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> <get in. laughs> uh, oh, as soon as he was going Metal Gear, I was going, no, no, don't say it, Darren. <laughs> it's 71 minutes. That's the longest cutscene. <laughs> Um, so it's 8-2. Now, can Darren still do this? No, he can't. Don't yeah, he can't. Can. You've no. lost, Darren. Come on, Darren. This, this is for prize. This is for prize, though. It's four more. It's five more questions. Okay, let me do this. If you get five in a row, Darren, 
you still lose. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is the game with the most recorded dialogue? The record for that. It sounds like one you'd have reviewed. Um, Spurs. Darren. Is it Disco Elysium? No. Uh, that's the one I was thinking of because I remember yeah. you rattling on about how it had all this dialogue and you could have 20 million different conversations. Um, is it Pac-Man? <laughs> no. Paul, you've lost your heart in it now, haven't you? Now I you know you've won. I don't care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just resting on my laurels. It's Fallout New Vegas. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, good. Next question. Go for two points. What game holds a record for most swearing? Meow. Paul. Is it Duke Nukem Forever? No. Um, is it Grand Theft Auto 5? No. Uh, good to know. It's Scarface, The World Is Yours. Do you remember that on the Xbox? Oh, oh yes. I do, on the old PS2, yeah. Yeah, 2006. Yeah. And it used the F word 5,688 times. <laughs> Goodness. Which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, for three points, question 13. Who voiced the big bad in Portal 2? Buzz. Darren. Stephen Merchant. That is correct. Well done, Darren. Well done, oh, Darren. Another game I've not played. Well it's, it's, it's done. Oh, you need to play Portal games. They're brilliant. Good. Uh, the cake if, is a lie. Get, That's get, all I know. If you get two more games here, you could be. It's very close. It looks it good, respectable. Um, question fourteen: Comedians Andy Richter and Conan O'Brien voice dialogue for what video game? Hmm. I feel like I know this one. Mm, what was it? Um, I could see it in my head and I can't think of the name of it. So I'll just say meow. Paul? Was it uh, Street Fighter 2? No. Um, I don't know, so I'll say the quarry. No, it was Halo Four. Oh, they, oh that wasn't what I thought it was. Then you basically they've got they recorded a dialogue, and if you go up to two of the sort of like guard, you can hear them chatting. Okay, and that's when they they recorded. So it's like when you move closer to them. Um, for two hmm. points, the last question. The longest gaming session is about 138 hours in 2015 by Carrie Swedek. What was the game she broke the record on? Bears. Darren. Is it Minecraft? <laughs> no. Uh, meow. Paul. Was it League of Legends? <laughs> no, these are both good guesses. The the mad thing is, it's Just Dance. Wow, which, 138 uh, hours yeah, Just Dance. Which makes it even worse. You're interested in sitting down with something, but Just Dance, 138 hours. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. That poor person. <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> Paul, wow. well done. You won eight Thank five. you, Gareth. Really well good. done, Paul. Really Thanks, Daz. You're the best. And I do feel like the I do feel like the uh, quiz master was somewhat biased in your favour, but you know we'll we'll he, let it slide for today. He had a he had, he had, a, he had a lovely easy Dark Souls three question. Well, absolutely. Yeah. I get, yeah. I, you know, I gave you the Metal Gear question, really, Paul. So yeah. you, you did, you did. Yeah, absolutely. I'm quite happy to pick up your crumbs, Dan. <laughs> um, what are we looking forward to next week, you two? Darren, what are you looking forward to? Um, not not got a lot going on really next week. Uh, but as you were talking about Stray earlier, um, Ryan, I was watching him play a bit of it last night, so I'm hoping to get an evening. It's one of those games where you can sit down and hopefully do it in the evening so that's my plan next week um paul what about you um well when it was uh, amazon prime day just recently i may have bought the uh, lego technic um fast and furious dodge charger um so i've got something like five thousand pieces of building joy ahead of me so I'm, I'm i'm i've not opened it yet i'm kind of just looking at the box going soon my precious <laughs> so yes i'm quite looking forward to that i also bought the lighting kit for it as well which looks like you need a degree from uh, some kind of rocket science university to put in so <laughs> so let me pray for me as i open the boxes <laughs> wow um, I think I'm going to play the uh, big Xbox release this week as Dusk Falls, which is a kind of like a, a story-based adventure. It's a big old download, yeah. 50, 50 gigs. That's, that's, that's got you all over it. That. But I, I played the first couple of minutes of it, and I think maybe it might be because I was not feeling but it's because it uses this whole technique of almost like stop motion. So you're, it's not that fluid gameplay. It's like an um, animation that suddenly, and they would move a little bit. But it's making me feel a bit sick. So oh. I'm going to try again and see if it does that again. I don't know why it was making me feel I think of the motion of it, but I'm going to give it another go. If it makes me feel sick again, I won't play anymore as it's free on Game Pass. But it's 50, 50 gigs on the download, which is quite a shock. But I think it's a Series oh. X game. It looks great. But yeah, it's making me feel a bit mm. sick. But I'm going to have another go at that. If it's made you feel sick, please write in. Answers on a postcard. Now, where can we find you, chaps, if we need to talk to you? Um, Darren, where can we find you? Uh, So, I'm on Twitter, um, a nice hybrid of gaming and political opinions. Uh, My handle (laughs) is at 27 Darren. Good. And Paul, where can we find you? I just want to uh, correct that. There is no, there's very little gaming in Darren's Twitter (laughs) feed, it's all about the politics. Um, and I didn't get to ask him what he thought about the first of the last two left in the uh, Conservative leadership race. Let but anyway. Way. Would you like to lose a toe or a finger? That's, yeah, that's oh, the choice you've got. That's nice, isn't it? That sounds, <laughs> sounds like a threat to me. Take the boy out of Liverpool. Um, sorry, I mean, uh, we got completely derailed there, Gareth. I do apologise. Um, you can find me on Twitter and my handle is at Xbox Hub Paul. Good. Um, great, and you can find me on TV Bright on Twitter and Twitch. But for now, gentlemen, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the XboxHub.com. You'll be able to find all the notes of the show at www.thexboxhub.com/podcast. You can also check out our social feeds on Instagram and Twitter at the Xbox Hub and search for the Xbox Hub on Facebook.